1: You're talking
2: swimming pigs, beautiful Bahamian islands, beautiful models, beautiful
0: parties. Build as the vacation of your dreams, your own private island featuring luxury accommodations, gourmet food, and top musical artists like
1: Migos, Major Laser, and Blink 182. But in reality, oh, turn it right around. Today. There was no Lux lodging,
0: no supermodels to be found.
2: CBSNews.com reports Kendall Jenner and other top models can be subpoenaed after the fiasco over the Fire Festival.
0: The Fire Festival. <laughs> it's the greatest music concert that never happened. You've probably watched the documentaries on Hulu or Netflix that show how this whole thing was the biggest scam from start to finish. And if you haven't watched them, please
2: go and watch. <laughs> like, I'm begging you. You have to watch these. I'll like I'll do anything to get. I'll suck your. D- listening to the cobras and fire podcast part of the decibel geek podcast network we promised you arugula and damn it you're getting arugula
1: Look out the-
0: Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Liz Cannon, and I'm joined, as always, with uh, Macro Buckle. How are you, sir? What's up, my squishes? Uh, I like it. Is that your new tagline? Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling
2: with it. i am just got a whole new line of t-shirts coming out, bumper stickers, keychains, all you sorts know, of you know, shit, man. What's up, my squishes is my, uh, my new slogan.
0: I do have to say that, that episode by episode, we are fulfilling our destiny of being a morning zoo show. Yeah, Uh, we're getting every now and then we we get pretty close to the line, don't we? (laughs) With the names and everything like that. And
2: today, recording
0: in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I I just opened up a beer, which I'll speak of in just a moment. At ten thirty in the morning, Uh, my time. Which is what time is it where you are? It's just a quarter past two. (laughs) Good. (laughs) At least the time. At
2: least according to my computer, that's never been hooked to the internet. (laughs) Okay, good. All
0: right. Anyway, does it say, who's president? (laughs) Clinton. Okay, good. Excellent. So uh, anyway, moving past that, it's good to talk to you without a chaperone for once. Yeah. (laughs) We had BJ Kahuna last time in in our presence. Uh, Definitely check out Rock and or Roll, uh, which I believe is a podcast. He told he told yeah, yes. he, he yes? pulled off the uh, – it's a pretty it's,
2: it's a pretty rare feat that we both guessed uh, on, on another podcast trying to line up the schedule. So I don't know what, what his magic power is, but uh, kudos, BJ. Uh,
0: it's the power of Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. He has a whole series coming out sometime between now and the, and the end of time. I believe he banks episodes uh, a little behind the curtain there. But, yeah, so we talked about Girls, Girls, Girls. Uh, both of our favorite uh, Motley Crue record, right? <laughs> well, there's definitely more than I – what we had to yeah. talk about uh, with that? You with always a, say that though. You're like, I got nothing
2: to say about Van Halen three. And <laughs> lo and, and behold, and,
0: yes, and and uh, we definitely had an interesting recording set up that day. Um, mm, yeah, from from a special studio. But check into the episode for that again. Rock and or roll. We will post the link and thank you, BJ, for having us on the show. Well, let's get down to business. What are we here to talk about today, Baco? How you been? I've been great, man. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're finally getting that snow you were getting about a month ago, so everything
2: is you know, piled with white shit fucking everywhere, and sure. driving's a goddamn nightmare. But I'm in my basement. I'm about ready to crack open a, a cold beer and talk with my buddy, Luz Cannon, who, uh, as you know now, after listening to last week's Asshole Radio, I don't know, you're kind of an overlap between my podcast you know, social life and my real-life social life.
0: That's right. Uh, uh, again, from that episode, great uh, an asshole radio episode, by the way. Highly enjoyed listening to it, and uh, interesting outro music, I must say. Is that, is that <laughs> interesting. Uh, what was that song? Bang bang by who?
2: Bang bang by Jesse J featuring. Oh god, the the donut liquor chick. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> uh, she she didn't go to the Grammys this year out of some protest, and uh, uh, Ari Ariana Grande. And then, of course, oh, okay. fabulous <laughs> rapping by Nicki Minaj. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I
0: did like the comment, though, that at the end of that, that we saw in our, from Ken Mills, it just said bang bang is a thousand times better than bang bang you by kiss i agreed
2: i actually uh <laughs> sort of enjoy bang bang into your room or whatever that song is.
0: yeah i heard it and i was like eh, not that bad right?
2: <laughs> you know what it is uh some pretty solid female vocal takes on there uh but sure. yeah it's, it's catchy whatever it's garbage right.
0: it's asshole radio people tune in
2: the drunker i get the more obscure it gets or ridiculous mm-hmm. it gets
0: but, yes, we are back to the Cobra and the Fire together, whether you spell that with F-I-R-E or F-Y-R-E, whatever your preference. So let's do I'm this. I'm all on board of
2: changing it, you know, Cobra I and so Fire.
0: Too. Think about this. We will we'll have a mixture of, of Google searchers that get Monster Magnet, Firefest uh, results, and our podcast. I think that's a good mix.
2: And conveniently, Ja Rule now lives in my basement. Well, as uh, we've been kind of pimping for about a month now, we are bringing back the Bias a Beer program to help cover our show hosting fees this year, and we are proud to uh, basically have our first beer.
0: That's right. We've had uh, quite a few contributions so far, and we thank everybody, and you will be getting your due, but I have cracked open a delicious little something-something, little something-something ale by Laganitas.
2: Lagunitas, I believe. Laguntas, and it's an unlimited release according to the label. Yeah, get it. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Uh, it says the alcohol seven point 5. five. Is this isn't Kearney the one that got us that alien butt piss that was like ten percent?
0: Yes, he did. He did get the alien butt piss about a year ago. Uh, this one, uh, would you, can I take your review first?
2: Well, I'd have to open it. Um, let's see. <laughs> okay, I'll do mine. Hold on, I got to run to the bottle opener on the back end of the studio here. Okay.
1: Hey, hold on. Maybe the mic will pick this up. I think it did. Oh, boy.
2: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I got a little. I got a. um, uh, In my band days, uh, what's happening to my beer, uh, Treble would call a volcano. It's where the the foam blows up over the top of the, the beer bottle. That's how you know it's good. Mm. Oh, boy.
0: This, this has to be the first beer of the day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is not a, on my end, uh, 10.37 a.m. beer, let me tell you. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's a pretty hearty fucking beer. Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, and, and for, for somebody that, that actually likes the IPAs, this is pretty thick. Lagunitas, never been my uh, favorite but this one is—it's decent, but it will it will take you down. This is no more than a tour. This is a while. tongue tongue coder though too. It is. Is it? And what's the alcohol again? You said on the side a seven and a half, and the IBUs surprisingly are uh, only sixty four point two, which is bullshit. This feels like about one hundred and ten, very very bitter. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, Jason. Uh,
2: Anybody else out there? Feel free hit our uh, little uh, GoFundMe page for five dollars. You can buy us a beer. We'll take a picture of us drinking it in the studio while we record. Post it on Facebook. We'll talk about it and we'll mention your name. And the real important thing here, though, is that uh, you're just chip. You know, it's only five bucks, and it helps us pay for our like our our show hosting fees for the year.
0: That is correct. So, thank you, Jason. Even though I am not completely thrilled with it, I am thrilled that you're a listener that likes to get us drunk, so thank you. Yeah, So and, and he always has interesting selections, so keep them coming. He does. Please,
2: bring it. See you next year, Jason. <laughs> and other than
0: that, uh, other
2: ways you can help support the show is to find us and share us. Like our page on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Cobras and Fire. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter or at at Cobras Fire. And shit, just Google us, uh, type in Cobras on Fire podcast. You'll find us all over the place, Podchaser, iTunes, Spotify, uh, I don't know, almost every podcast app that I've downloaded we appear on. So um, yeah, just find it, share it, listen, let us know what you think. And join our group, uh, the Cobras on Fire on Facebook. Just type Cobras on Fire, search groups, and uh, just uh, throw us a request and we'll, we'll bring in. We keep it private because we keep it dark. And, Lewis, why don't you tell them where they can go if they want to buy us a beer for $5? Of
0: course, if I can remember it. I've drinking half of this <laughs> something a lot faster than I thought. I'm it, finishing today's morning. episode on the floor. I- <laughs> God, Kearney! We might have done, you may have been like, hey, they're not being very nice. This It's at least effective. He's going to me down here. <laughs> it's a lot more
2: comfortable. But the room okay. is moving.
0: Anyway, so the link is GoFundMe.com slash absolutely drink, or it's linked right from the shop now tab on our Facebook page.
2: Today's music is brought to you by Loose Cannon. Uh, I'm not pick- I picked all the songs on Asshole Radio, so you you're, you get to run the show today. Uh, any type of theme going uh, with what we're going to hear today?
0: Yeah, I'm going to do a complete 360 and come to the show organized.
2: Oh, uh, that's, that's uh, kind of your go-to move, the 360.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's the right degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So yeah. So uh, I'm, I have come with a theme of that every song is either a band or the song itself that's inspired from podcasts I've listened to lately. So check in the show notes, and we'll name check both the artist's song and what podcast that I heard it on. And so that's a way to give back to our fellow podcasters and check out their shows, because they're shows that I definitely, uh, that at least I endorse. And I assume that Baco at least thinks they're eh, not that bad. Of course. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's the theme, but what are we here to talk about
2: we have a lot of things to get into today. Uh, um, I mean, we, we have to touch wow. on that whole Fire Fest at some point, the Super Bowl halftime show, mm-hmm. um, and I just uh, went to a concert and a play uh, recently. I'd like to share some of my anecdotes well, from that, if I might. Can, can
0: we can we start with that, please? Sure. Anytime yeah. You say anytime I imagine Baco to play, <laughs> I'm ready for it.
2: A night at the theater. Yes, I spent back to back nights on dates. In Minneapolis uh, on Friday night, uh, yeah, I had a date with our boy Gene Vogel. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that was a mandate, okay? Uh huh. Unfunded sure. mandate, as the government likes to say. Uh, yeah, did we get,
0: did. He give you? Uh, did he slip you the mortificator?
2: <laughs> uh yeah he had a, after a couple drinks yeah um it, you don't have to ask too many times okay. uh but uh yeah so gene uh, who was a guest on our show uh, last october for the black sabbath spectacular we did um also uh, has his own podcast uh, disciples of the watch check that out if you uh, want to hear him break down some i don't know pretty obscure metal stuff uh, so, but corrosion of conformity. You just saw them. They came to Minneapolis, uh, and uh, I, I, I really don't have a lot of friends that are into corrosion around here. So I gave Gina buzz, and sure enough, he was down. So we we actually met up at a at a cl- at a bar about a block away. And let me just set the scene here. Uh, so it turns out that this country fuck uh, Eric Church was playing at the Target Center. And in the Target Center and the Fine Line, where Corrosion of Conformity were playing, are on the same block, about two blocks apart. And there was this bar on the corner that's kind of a—I don't know—it's kind of a sports bar. We met there, and it's literally almost in exactly in between the two places. So this place was filled with all these uh, woo-hoo girls getting fucked up, ready to go see Eric Church. And uh, <laughs> um,
0: define a woo woo girl again for me? Yeah, they're well—they typically get
2: <laughs> like country music, but yeah, they—they just—they do shots and go woo. You know, they might be wearing a cowboy hat or not. They're usually dressed fairly scantily. The level of attractiveness varies. But it's basically just girls going out for a girls' night getting fucked up before a country show. Because if you're not hammered, you can't enjoy that shit. So... Uh, especially Eric Church. By the way, Eric, uh, cultural appropriation of the devil horns is not cool, bro. You want to be metal, play metal. You you chose country. Just deal with it. Uh, but but back to the woo, the woo
0: girls. Um, I have a, I have, but I think that, unfortunately, I think you described uh, many of our listeners at, at about halfway through a, through a fest day.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. No, I, yeah. If it sounds like I'm being critical, I'm not. Uh,
0: uh, the I, level I, of attractiveness varies. Yeah. <laughs> You get fucked up before the concert. You're a woo-woo, uh, man. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't see...
2: Let me put it this way, if this makes sense. Yes, people get drunk at all concerts of all varieties, right? But uh, when um, uh, there was this country guy, he talks like this. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. But he played the night before Metallica did at uh, the U.S. Bank Stadium here. And the night of his show, all the after... Uh, show comments where bathrooms were too crowded. They ran out of beer, uh, and no discussion about the show at all. And all the sure. Metallica fan audience, the large perception was Metallica kicked ass. They didn't talk about the fact that they ran out of beer, or the, you know. I'm just saying, there's a different level here. I I think the Metallica fan might start drinking at the show where the woohoo girl wants to get hammered at about three, and then stumble into the Target Center. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they said they were getting an Uber. I'm not kidding. They had to cross. The, we were on the corner, and Target Target Center is on the other corner. You literally cross the street. Well, so they that's were,
0: because they're wearing uh, – uh, now I understand it. You know why, though? It's not because they're drunk. It's because they're wearing unsensible shoes. That's the other part about it. Uh, do
2: you, uh, can, you must have seen them try to cross the street in the snow. Yeah, they were not uh, they were not wearing sensible shoes for the night, or they, they weren't dressed very sensibly too. But that might have been for our benefit. Um, they did buy us a shot, uh, but just one. I don't know if they thought that we were going to share it. A shot of Jameson, but I, I was like, I'm not drinking anything a stranger buys me in a bar. Uh, uh, Come on, it may be You're- twenty years ago if I if I was single, but uh, it's but yeah. Jean had no problem taking it. But they also gave us their own drinks as they were leaving. Um, two oh. vodka tonics. What? Yeah, and they were about a, maybe a quarter drink each, and they set them <laughs> down still- on the table, and then they both kind of like hold on. They take like another couple tugs on them just to get oh more of their money worth. It's like they bought drinks one minute before they had to leave or something. Uh, and Gene sucked down one of those. Yeah, they, yeah, like literally, you can you can picture it, can't you? They they yeah. they slam that that last little drink, put the the glass
0: on the table, and their arm goes in the air, and they go woohoo. You know, over the you hoo girls, you <laughs> you yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo, over the YooHoo, Woohoo girls, I enjoy the You Can Do It girls. Hmm. Do you know these girls? Uh, they, I do not. Uh, who, who are they fans of? Uh, Aaron Lewis, of course. Is, is, <laughs> you can do is, it.
1: You can do it.
0: They're a much better breed, and uh, I, I, I must say that they were—they definitely got involved with a recent concert with Aaron Lewis. If you uh, saw the news, did we not call this like five, six years ago? And before I started this show, this the show, one of your first ever? stories
2: that we we got into was. Uh, Aaron Lewis losing his shit because uh, people weren't, uh, you know, you know, sitting like a Japanese audience, you know, patient and quiet.
0: <laughs> Shoes off, waiting for their their meal. I, I just loved reading that. It was validation for our show.
2: Uh, and how does that guy handle woohoo girls,
0: huh? <laughs> He's losing shit. Yeah, he wants, he needs, he, he can't have you can do it girls there. He can't have woohoo girls there. What specific person... Is, is perfect for the Aaron Lewis show.
2: Uh, someone who's deaf? Asleep? Maybe uh, Aaron Lewis can just hand out Ambien at the door of all the shows and then no, no one will interrupt him. Oh, they might actually, have huh? <laughs> Some of the side effects.
0: Yes, his, his ticket comes with a rules of engagement list. of What, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you're allowed to do <laughs> at the <this> show. <laughs> and immediately how you can get evicted. There's just, there's just a scroll. I mean, Tool uh, doesn't allow you to film. Yeah. Aaron Lewis doesn't allow you to speak.
2: <laughs> yeah. If and if you're if you're a mouth breather, you're not allowed in now.
0: <laughs> just make it fun. It's, too <sighs> it's uh No I'm, old and,
2: man noises, so you're out
0: loose. <laughs> Stretching. I'd like to it's all quiet, you just hear me cracking my back. <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: uh <laughs> That you care. I'm not the only one with whom these feelings I share.
0: God, this Lagonidius is fucking killing me already. Uh, I'm feeling entertained.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm already moved onto the Cores Light. I can't take it. I have anymore. to
0: I have to do a water in between this. I'm gonna be hungover no. before noon. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, we went to uh, Corrosion. Corrosion was pretty good. Uh, the the most of the night though, uh, it's just not a really good club. I I've been to this place one time, but it was I was like they had to make some changes because it was like a knee high stage and all this stuff, and they still had that. There was no place for me to shoot the band, so I had to like shoot from the side of the stage, kind of kind of a uh, clusterfuck. Thankfully, there's only one other photographer, so there's only two of us, kind of like trading out the. The only good spot, if you even want to call it that. Just kind of small. Not surprised sure. it sold out because maybe it holds about three, 400 people. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, overall it was a good night. It was good to hang with Gene a little bit. We ended up uh, talking for about an hour before the show. So that was g- kind of nice to... To actually see him in a social environment and not just sit in my basement and where he seems to have a panicked expression on his face for the entire four hours.
0: <laughs> did, did he have a more uh, more inflection in his tone? Yeah, I, oh a, yeah, more, yeah. yeah. I should
2: mention uh, he had a an epic rant about our Canadian brother. Hey,
0: oh really?
2: Yeah, it, I, I, I'd like to invite him back on the show at some point where he can relive it. And when when you're at a table with me at a, in a bar and you're the
0: loud one. You're loud. Hey! I can't even imagine him being loud. Of course, he is the lead singer of Mortificator.
2: Yeah, it's so I weird. He he, I be. mean, he's got that kind of, you know, he's a very, uh, I don't know, what, what, how would you describe his talking style? I mean, it's, it's very, you know, understated.
0: It's very focused mm-hmm. and organized, and uh, uh, he thinks a lot before he speaks, unlike us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, his brain processes what's coming out before it comes out. Uh.
0: He considers saying things and not saying things. <laughs> it's not just like an unfiltered, just uh, just brain dump of of words and uh, things that you wish you could take back. Uh, and then I'm guessing it just you know as the night goes on, uh, he still has that as his core, but he gets more and more excited. And that's
2: that's cheap. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. he uh, he. But I, I, th- he was so riled up over, uh, over LaFonzi that I, I, <laughs> uh, I, I was just shocked. I mean, I look. This is only my second social interaction with him, really, and so you know, there's a lot of learning to get to know. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I was, I was like, hell yeah, preach on. You know, but...
0: Uh, I'm just proud of the fact that we have riled up our audience on an insignificant cause. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's our place in life, Luce. Uh, it really is. It's to get uh, middle schoolers calling a uh, uh, female squish and to <laughs> <laughs> have people angry at uh, podcast. Hey!
0: But if I understand it, we saw the same show. They have, like, three opening bands and then uh, Corrosion and Conformity, which I really enjoyed. I thought they sounded great. I'm a big, much bigger Corrosion fan than you are, but uh, they did have a few openers, Correct. You, yeah,
2: I mean, I, I definitely think you're a bigger fan, but don't you, do you have to use the word much? I mean, that kind of insults me, man.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I slightly that, that, bigger? Uh, more than slightly, but less than much. I I don't know where we're we're going here exactly. You know what? This debate is already sponsored by (laughs) little something something (laughs) mail. Jason, is that as time is going by, my review of this beer is getting better. It's going to be a
2: one segment show, two songs. Thanks, Jason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My point is, is you had they had the three opening bands, and uh, the thing that almost made me fall on my chair um, was that you said that you tried to miss the bullet that was the band Weed Eater, but it turned out that they were the last band before Corrosion. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, they showed up late. Turned out uh, we thought we were missing Weed Eater. No, Weed Eater was
0: late, and Crowbar let them f- switch with them. Right, but, but I need to let you know that is not a isolated incident. Hmm. Same thing happened uh, here in Denver. I did the same thing. I went to a, a, an event, actually a work event, and, and specifically stayed there much longer than I wanted to, just to avoid those opening bands, I get there same thing. Weed eaters late. You know why? Because they fucking eat weed. They're wasted. They're slow. They're sloths. They They're a doom weed. band. You, you watch. Them, you watch them play, and it's like the drummer is 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 slowly thawing every 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 <laughs> moment of his playing style. Yeah, I a actually commented
2: band. to uh, Gene that the drummer really enjoys the ride symbol. Uh, there, <laughs> there was one T- song where he was just hitting that nonstop. Like, is there
0: no change I'll never, in this? Yeah. I'll never get it. Whoever's into the extreme doom slow play is uh, is, is uh, like like a hundred times slower than than Black Sabbath.
2: Were there people there to see him? Because there were at our show, and they really? their merch moved really good.
0: Well, then maybe they are not. Maybe they have just moved. Crowbar is the only one that actually knew. The point being is that seems to be a consistent thing. Either they're becoming more popular, and they've moved them to the opening. Spot. No, they acknowledged it
2: from the stage.
1: They yeah, they did. For right too, they Crow, said it.
2: Crowbar for uh, letting them switch with them. All right.
0: Here's the thing. Curious, this is a public service announcement. Corrosion Conformity. If your fucking opening bands keep showing up late, fire them. We don't want to see them. I don't need to see you playing at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> on a school night. And Actually, on the Corrosion Conformity show that I saw, school night, I, I had a quite, quite a giggle because on stage, Pepper did say, thanks for sticking with us, with us starting late on a school night. Thanks for at least acknowledging the old fucks in the audience like me. If only
2: he could do something about that.
0: Exactly. Start the show an hour earlier. To segue from the Gene comments, he's commenting on the page... Something to the fact that uh, great show, def- dis- despite the fact that Lewis con- continuously tries to derail it. So I'm going to give it back to you <laughs> to actually tell the story that you wanted to t- to-, to say. Well, the following night, uh, about
2: two blocks the opposite direction, we went to see The Rock of Ages play. My wife has been a big fan Ooh, nice. of the of the movie. She's always wanted to see the play. I'll admit, I, di- I didn't hate the the movie, uh, but you know, not really my thing. You know, I, I don't like musicals that much. I guess if I got to sit through one, that one was okay. Uh, kind of my thought here too is like, well, if I got to go see a play, this seems like something I could handle. And I I will say this, (laughs) I I enjoyed it. I, I, uh, I thought it translated a lot better when I watched the movie. I always felt like, you know, this was like a representation of the eighties metal. If you were, to me, it always felt like they portrayed eighties metal scene the way Saved by the Bellwood if they had an 80s metal, ca- if they had a, like a hard rock character, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like this generic kind of thing, you know, like a lot of the, Sure. B- now, it's easier to accept that, I guess, in a play than in a movie, you know what I mean? Because you don't... In a movie, you're, you're looking at uh, fucking Tom Cruise, and he's supposed to be the the reigning, you know, uh 80s hair metal god. And, and he's, he's 50. Yeah, he's 50 years old. <laughs> and,
0: he's, and hell, he's hell in shape for 50, but he's still well, 50 but, years
2: old. But he's old man in shape. You know, kind of yeah. like, you ever notice how Richie Sambora always looked like that guy who's like not in shape, but in shape? Tom Cruise, it's like when he took his shirt off, it was kind of like this weird, you know, old man kind of body still, you know? It's like, oh, he's not fat, but I don't know what that is
0: are we actually talking about Tom Cruise's facts right now <laughs>
2: uh, I, 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 uh, does that make you uncomfortable
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I jump in here real quick yeah yeah you you've seen the play or the movie no, I, no, I've seen the play I haven't seen the movie but I just want to, a quick uh, uh, anecdote was the fact that they filmed this uh, the movie at this club called Revolution in Fort Lauderdale and the mm. play and it's right by the theater district two down there so the day that I saw the play there's tons of traffic and I was like what the hell is going on so just ironically it was the fact that we were seeing the play the same uh, day that they actually had huge film crews out and everybody was like like waiting in line to get a glimpse of Tom Cruise's uh, uh, old man pecs
2: you you were basically in the movie Let's
0: go with that story <laughs> yeah because your story kind of sounds like an Eddie trunk tweet <laughs> <laughs> can you can you actually do an a since people seem to enjoy this? Can you do an impersonation of Eddie Trunk d- recapping uh, my experiencing uh, Rock of Ages? Oh so but Eddie is telling it from a first person sense or retelling your first person sense and, okay. and and I believe several of his uh, famous friends are there with him as he's experiencing it. can you please do that? Let me see if I can give it a crack here um,
2: you know, it was, a, it was a few years ago, I was just wrapping up a conversation with Ace Freely, and uh, I, I had to hop on a plane with Ronnie James Dio to head down to Florida. And it turns out that when I was down there, they were shooting the movie Rock of Ages. And I do not need to remind you people how much I hate the term hair metal because I don't have hair, I have a shrub. <laughs> Who do you got to bang to get UFO in this movie? They can't even throw a poster (laughs) at Tower Records? There you go.
1: I don't mind cause I'm along for the ride. I don't mind cause I'm along for the ride. I like to see her moving up in the live. I get on watching her gets me high. I don't mind cause I'm along for the ride. I don't mind cause I'm along for the ride. I like to watch her move her hips to the side. Watching her gets me high. Dance, dance, dance. I love to watch her move.
2: Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about Firefest and for those unaware, Firefest was a festival that was supposed to take place on uh, a, a, a hidden Jamaican island or something like that or in the Bahamas it was. Uh, yeah, who Pablo Escobar supposedly Pablo oh, Escobar supposedly once owned this this uh, outlaw island where no laws apply. Yeah, the thing is, like, I only heard about bands at the, I only heard about this thing as bands were canceling, and I I really only remember, like, something called Good Music as a band. And then blink One Eighty Two was was one of the other acts that were going to be at this festival. We're going to find out as as we peel back the layers on this that it really doesn't matter who the bands were. Um, nope. But yeah, this was like uh, it was supposed to be just the festival. The this is for the uber rich. I mean, you're flown there on a private jet. You're yeah. staying up in uh, you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're spending to have your own little bungalow. Uh, you, I mean, this is the VIP of the VIPs. You got Hot your own chicks.
0: Per- Hot chicks
2: everywhere. Personal chefs. Uh, Kylie Jenner is going around giving tugs on all the men that want one. Mm-hmm. You nice. know, all, all that stuff. Uh, who is that other uh, chick who's famous for being naked? Uh, Emily Radikowski, Rat cow. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she was going to be shaking her uh, fun bags everywhere and... Yeah, if you wanted to squeeze her tits, fuck you know it's just gonna be a hundred grand. But yeah. you get fire to fun them. bags, fire fun title. bags. So, um, uh, and I, I don't know if you recall. I mean, this kind of made the news because everything went to shit, and suddenly Ja Rule was back in the public headline again uh, after like spending a decade away uh, for some reason. Um, he was involved. But, yeah, the, the whole thing collapsed. Uh, the uh, private jet was sitting in coach. Uh, the, 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 the luxury chefs was cheese on, on bread with a piece of lettuce and tomato in Styrofoam. Uh, yep. the, 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 the bungalows were FEMA tents. And Pablo Escobar's <laughs> island was actually a parking lot for uh, the, the, the Sands Resort. <laughs> yes.
0: And all this – so Sandals Resort. Yes. And, and be, before we dissect this, just let's, just let's start with this. How long out did they plan to, f- to, to have this become a reality from the first day they, they, they conceptualized it? Less than a year is my understanding. Five months. Five months is the actual answer. Five no- months from advan- – event. We know from experience from our Cobra Fest that you cannot plan a fest in five months, right?
2: Yeah, we had to cancel because we just didn't have enough time.
0: Exactly. So (laughs) word to the wise, more than five months, people, to plan anything. Even Um, a decent podcast.
2: But these are this is back in the news. I mean I know like the Billy McFarland the guy who who was the the main man behind everything. Um uh it went to prison, but there's two documentaries Hulu just did one and Netflix just did one. Did you get to see
0: either one? I saw the Netflix one. I understand you have a balanced perspective of both.
2: I yeah, I, I think I think they both give you like a bigger picture. You know what I mean? It, conveniently, um, the the guys at Fuck Jerry, uh, which is apparently some PR company that got paid a lot of money in this whole deal, they um, worked exclusively with Netflix. So it's funny that in the Netflix documentary, at no time are they called Fuck Jerry. They're called Jerry Media. In the other one, they're routinely called Fuck Jerry uh, by uh, an ex-employee who feels
0: a little bad about some of the work he did on this now, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me, for the listeners here, this is new news to me, that the Netflix version that I saw is actually made or they're involved with making that, the people that actually organized Firefest Fest itself?
2: uh, No, I think they they have paid involvement, you know. Um, Now, the the Billy McFarlane took a big chunk of money to be part of the Hulu one. And he, of course, answers no question, even though they didn't pull punches. The Netflix one, it seems, kind of went a little easy on on Fuck Jerry's role in this whole thing, Um, where I think you get a bigger picture of that, in the Hulu one. Now in the Netflix one, you understand a little bit more of the background and how this Fire app was kind of the launching pad for this. So and then but the Hulu doc gives you a little more background. I mean, they both do a pretty good job of exposing Billy McFarland as just a fraudster. But uh, you, you realize just how, how much of a, a, a scam artist this fucker has been his entire life. I, I know once he's out of prison he's going to be fucking people over again. but anyway he his first big thing that got him on the, on the scene was a thing called the Magnesis credit card, which I don't even I still don't understand even what it is because best I can tell is that if you have this card you can buy tickets to shows that he doesn't have available to sell and you get to, <laughs> you get to hang out in this apartment with him and Ja rule and all other famous celebrities But, I mean, you have to be... You're basically... Offering it to people who live in a kind of close proximity to to Manhattan, then you know what I mean. I really don't get the draw to that. I mean, you can. There's better ways for rich people to spend your money. But it turns out it is. It was all a scam anyway, and it ended up. No, you know. you're
0: supposed to. You're supposed to have a preferred seats, and those seats all of all of a sudden would be canceled the day of the show. Yeah, that's basically how it would
2: go. One of his ex employees. This is the scam he worked. He basically would sell tickets he didn't have to, uh, like a Broadway play, right, mm-hmm. like Hamilton. Sure. And then when people the day of the show would come and he's got no tickets. He would then sell tickets to a Beyonce show that he didn't have, then go out and pay way too much to get these tickets, way more than he got for these tickets to Hamilton, and he would just kind of keep that that whole process going. Once Beyonce came up, he would buy some other t- sell other tickets he didn't have. Just a and, and the whole FireFest thing. I mean, uh, just scam after scam where he would like, uh, oh yeah, you need to give us so much money up front because this is a no cash event. So you'd have to put you know like a few thousand dollars into a special account that you a would wrist. then be able to yeah wristband thing. You could just buy mm-hmm. stuff while you're at, at FireFest, and that was how he paid other people. Well, it's uh, a Ponzi
0: scheme. Is a, is a Ponzi scheme? There you with go. A fest, essentially, yeah. yeah. Until
2: it ran out. So, I don't know. I mean, th- I found it fascinating. Uh, I, 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 I don't feel bad for Ja Rule uh, just because he's a fucking chump. Um, but, yeah, I think we need to kind of get our own little uh, – we need to get back in the festival game. It seems like it. we didn't uh, take advantage of all the – you know, money making opportunities that were there for us at Cobra Fest,
0: but I what we do you really think? didn't. I, I think our I think our preferred headliner so far from the show is Aaron Lewis, though. I'm putting him down.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, we need, hey, we need to rebrand, loose really We need to rebrand.
0: Cobra's uh, but, and Fire, F Y R E. Yeah, Cobra. Maybe, maybe, uh, how
2: about just Cobra Fire Fest? Cobra Fire Fest. Yeah, like there we Cobra go. Uh, oh, but I, I noticed you mentioned you already have a headliner. Look, who cares about the music, man? <laughs> All right, you <laughs> know. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, we get Raven Simone to tweet about this shit. Boom. <laughs> Raven Simone? Isn't that Pucky Brewster? <laughs> no, you're thinking of, uh, oh, God, what's her name? She's soups hot now.
0: Uh, <laughs> I know what we talk about but is that some, uh, oh Raven simone's the, 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 that's the girl from uh, a Cosby show yeah yes. and that's so okay. Raven
2: and uh, she's a big Disney channel but uh, yeah, yeah a right. huge influencer as far as I'm concerned
0: so so instead of going with a big orange square what should <laughs> what should our image be orange circle just, an, or, oh orange circle mm-hmm. done I'm, I'm writing notes so far I've got Aaron Lewis Raven Simone <laughs> and an orange circle yeah
2: but uh, you shouldn't emphasize Aaron Lewis he's a musician
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This
2: is a music fest, Lewis. Get your head out of your ass. Now, we're going to have yeah. um, uh, a, a, sh- a chef from Denny's. Okay, Denny's? Uh, Denny's. Like a private Denny's
0: chef. That whoa, 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 whoa. You can are get you your Grand about- Slam anytime you want. Wait, wait. But are you talking about... Any chef, or are you talking about Steve from Denny's? Because Steve yeah. should definitely be on the list. Yeah,
2: Steve from Denny's is going to be there cooking you, uh,
0: you know, at, at any hour moon's of the day. Moon's over my hammy.
2: You want a moon's over my hammy? Boom,
0: Steve's got it for you. But would that be in on a plate or inside of a styrofoam square container? And will there or will there, we need to get this, off the t- uh, get this uh, uh, on the list. Will there or will there not be arugula? Uh, there will not be arugula
2: and as far as the, the serving platter, it'll be on something that's non-biodegradable and non-recyclable.
0: All right. So what do you what about the location? For this Cobra is the Fire best Fest?
2: part, Luz. Okay. I wanted something like crazy, lawless, like outlaw, sure. like mm-hmm. Firefest, you know. Uh so basically this is not in one location. It is a moving location. Basically, the entire thing is gonna take uh uh place along a 40 mile stretch where Jesse James robbed a bank and then was chased by police on horseback Ooh, I like and, the, that. and the whole event takes place on horseback
0: okay the whole event is on horseback okay the bands Good. the stage the fans <laughs> the bands are on horseback yes <laughs> okay. Well, they use orange amps because you need that
2: for good, good, uh, good sound. Yeah. Well, apparently. Well, yeah. If if, if that's a must, but again, uh, it's that's part of the music, and nobody cares about that. Okay, we right, need continue. influencers, baby. We want Raven Simone. We got that chick from Punky Brewster who's really hot now. Well, she's probably yeah. not now. She's got to be like fifty, but was you know in the nineties there. Uh, we got oh. all this stuff going on, man.
0: What about the uh, the bathroom situation?
2: Yeah, I just pee in your pants. So there's a thing called uh, uh, a stadium pal. It's actually something I invented called uh, urinal slacks. So basically, every everybody gets a pair of
0: urinal slacks. You know, that basically just you you just pee as you, wherever you're at. Hold on though, but urinal slacks are just your pants, or there's something <laughs> you just call them urinal slacks. After yeah, there's a the bag. Yeah, it's like yeah. It, oh, there's it, a bag. Okay, the, the,
2: the entire lining of the pants is just one. Your pants is one big, you know, toilet bag. Got it. Water? You slosh around. Yeah, there won't be any water. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay. And uh, uh, uh,
0: weather conditions?
2: Um, You know, you can, every other year you can probably expect some tornadoes to roll through, I think.
0: <laughs> okay, good. What about uh, sleeping situations? Um, You know, we're going to have luxurious
2: uh, dirt to lay on. It, it'll be soft, though. You can kind of, like, mound up
0: a pile and make a pillow. You know, Baco, can I stop you? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, According to a quick quick Google search, based on your description, this already exists, and it's called (laughs) Rocklahoma. Bako, you want to talk about the super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> you know I do. Yeah, I mean today we're kind of hitting on a few things. Uh, I would say we're we're giving a, a pop culture punch in the face. And it's kind you would say, like, isn't that kind of what you do all the time? You riff on things in culture. Yes, but I would say we actually do unpopular culture. We talk about about Vinnie, about <laughs> Vinnie Vincent and and, and and things that people uh. the normal except for the microcosm that is our 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 audience, which is an awesome audience, it's not pop culture. So, can we talk about the Super Bowl halftime show?
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's okay if we dabble in it once in a while. If we if we can't let it take over us too much, otherwise we just become blame your brother.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. Perfect. So let's let's uh, go. Great show. Yeah, great uh, show. I love those guys. <laughs> so, you know, the thing about this halftime show that really. Uh, kind of got my old man pubes in a
1: twist. <laughs> What's the fact? Right,
0: right now, everybody's
2: picturing you with your gray, You got a little gray bush down there. <laughs> Just wrinkled balls. And if they weren't, See?
0: now they are. <laughs> I'm I'm four I'm four beers into the Super Bowl, bored out of my mind, and all of a sudden Adam Levine shows up on my screen.
2: <laughs> right? Oh man, how far down the list did they have to go to to get somebody
0: that they ended up with Maroon Five? You know, let's start with that because I have my comments on the actual performance itself and people can talk about and bust uh, Maroon 5 and Al Levine's balls, uh, less wrinkled balls than mine. Are you telling me, and I didn't read that much into it, that people actually do have to paid to be on the show. I don't know that it ever went through. I know it was
2: being talked about uh, a few years back, but yeah, basically the NFL wants like ten percent of your tour proceeds following the event. I don't, I don't know if that's Whoa. like,
0: yeah, I, wrote, some per, I Let's just say some percentage. They want some kickback yeah, from you being your the because average.
2: it's because you're you're benefiting from this, uh, so they want some of that kickback. I actually wrote. An article for Snark at the Moon on this, where I I said it's time for the government to bail out the NFL. They're clearly struggling for money that they need to, you know, tack on a ten percent <laughs> tax on on performers' touring income for life or for a year. I don't know. I, it's just a joke. I mean, give me a break. Okay, so so there's that part, and then then you also although read. if it's Maroon Five, I don't care. <laughs> that's right. Actually, if it's anybody
0: that's been on the Super Bowl halftime show the last five years, have at it. Fuck them. I don't care. Right. But but with that said, uh, okay, so then you realize that it's a, maybe a pay-to-play kind of thing. You know, you're getting your your product out there, which kind of, to like me, doesn't make any sense because they're only taking the huge artists that don't need the promotion um, at, at the time. But but going to, to your point, you're telling me, though, that a lot of people passed because of the whole knee? Yeah, the Colin
2: Kaepernick to, controversy, a lot of uh, – um, you know, I mean, artists tend to be more liberal thinking and, and look sure. at uh, social causes – and, and and they also think about the blowback from from their 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 peers. So yeah, a lot Understood. of people. I don't remember the names that were thrown out there, but I know
0: some people said no. So let's get down to to who they actually have on there. Maroon Five. Now you asked me if I knew five songs. I know I know at least Sunday Morning, the the fucking mic, dances like Jagger song, and uh, the, there's a few others too. But I think basically they at least harder had to breathe. A, what is it? Harder harder to breathe. Oh, yep. That one, that she will joking. be loved. Oh, there you go. See, there's four. We're up to four already. Okay. Um, and I think those are all on one album. It's from like, not over tonight. Just please give me one. Stop it. Chance Can we just get past this hard. right now? I was really hoping you would join in there. It would have been nice. No, but, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is Sunday morning, but I will not. <laughs> okay. So the point being is the only reason this is first off, what gets my, again, my pubes in a twist is the fact that they're, the only reason this motherfucker is on this show is, first, because 50 people passed before him, yeah. and the other reason is because he is on The Voice. It yeah. has nothing to do with music, and I will give you the fact that Maroon 5 actually was a band that had human beings in it that played music and had some songs 15 years <laughs> Were ago. Were any of them what? there? I've never heard anybody talk about no. anybody but Adam Levine and Big Boy. Point being is it doesn't really matter who... The performer was. What I was appalled with is what a clusterfuck of production that this display was. To the fact that I had to leave the room because again, too much for the old man canon to deal with. Because there was no listen, say what you will about Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, uh Katy Perry, <laughs> all those kind of things. At least they were a performance with shit going on, a flow. Things to that. Bruno Mars actually I think is pretty talented for his for his genre. That
2: was probably the last one I liked, but I don't typically oh, really? watch. That's cool. Even okay. this year, uh, I didn't I didn't see it. Uh, me and Ron Keel hit the hot tub and had a beer during it.
0: <laughs> okay, getting back to reality. You know who should have been there? Ron Keel at the Super Bowl show. Uh, I brought that up in our conversation coming out soon. <laughs> and it, but but let's get down to it though too is that that all these however you want to say it there's some amount of lip-syncing i don't even care the fact that there's lip-syncing at the super bowl i don't care that there's canned music i get the fact that in 15 to minutes to a half hour or whatever they have they got to rip the entire uh, yep. uh place up and put it all up there's no way they can make it sound good unless it's pre-recorded from the list can, point. I, can I can i can i make a point on yes, that yes please
2: please that to me tells you something though kind of like uh i saw someone um On KISS FAQ say like, if Paul was singing, you'd all be ripping him for sounding like shit. And now he can't win. I'm like, the two options are sound like shit or lip sync. Those aren't really great options. To me, kind of like this. It's like, this is a reason why you shouldn't make such a big deal out of it. Just... Show fucking highlights, talk about the first half, run a ton of commercials, and come back. Stop making this the event of the year. Who right. gives a fucking shit? Because you, I will tell you one thing. I could tell you who I'd want to be on there, and the people who love this would hate that. You're never
0: going to please everybody. That's not really the point. And that's not my point either, is about the the music. The point is I'm watching this. There's pyro, more pyro than a kiss concert or any any show on earth, or Armageddon
2: going on. More makeup you just, than your mom wore.
0: Sorry. Bad and, joke. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's going on, and I'm like, I'm completely bored. Randomly, some rapper that apparently is banging Kylie Jenner or something like that. Right? I thought it was no? Big Boy from Mount. No, that was later. There's another guy named like Lil Something.
2: Okay. Something, something. I, yeah i don't know uh old man, something, something old man Baco up. was was hot tubbing with the, the the metal cowboy
0: watch it it was a mess he's there was floating going a,
2: on he's floating a coors light to me across the hot tub
0: hey, hey Baco, December 7th. seven you know what that means so, <laughs> so anyway uh when you were losing all sense of your uh, moral compass with Ron Keel in a hot tub, <laughs> I was watching this abomination, and I thought to myself, this is the thing, like we just said. Were you shaking your artist? fist? <laughs> I was shaking my fist. I was standing up, and I went to a, like a, a, my neighbor's place. I was so mad, and I wasn't mad at Maroon 5. I was mad about the production values and all the entertainment okay. that was going wrong. And here's my main thing. I'm going to wrap it up with this. You know what used to be the halftime show in the Super Bowl? I said I would enjoy more if the St. Paul All-Star Marching Band. And you know you love marching <laughs> yeah, bands, Paco. My favorite. You love marching bands. Love them. I would have preferred a marching band like a normal goddamn halftime show at a football game than that uh, 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 henna-tattooed Gimp.
2: <laughs> Did you see he's got a tattoo of an Epiphone Les Paul headstock? It's Please like, discuss his tattoos now. Oh, my God. Well, for those who are guitar players know, Epiphone is the knockoff line of Gibson. It's the cheaper version. You know, it's, <laughs> I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> he's, he's has like, he has, like, the Kmart version. Yes, of, it's
2: just, yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, to me, make the halftime show for the people there, not for the people watching at home. And then, then you can just have that dog that can, you can throw seven Frisbees, out in the air and he can run all of them down. That to me right. is awesome.
0: Why? Well, I mean, they have all these other things where they people leave during the the halftime show and they watch like the the, the what the puppy bowl, puppy bowl. Like they actually started a
2: kitten bowl a couple years ago too.
0: Right, puppy why don't you just a little have that? I say fuck it. Yeah, you bring they mean... all that shit on you bring you bring. It would have been less of like a clusterfuck if they brought all those competing things <laughs> on the field. You bring the cats, the dogs, fucking shit everywhere, piss. And and next year, I'm going to Facebook
2: out. Live me and Ron Keel from his hot tub.
1: <laughs> and so you can just like, tune out the halftime
2: watch- show and watch me and the Metal Cowboy shirt-
0: shirtless in South
2: Dakota in February.
1: <laughs> just,
0: just a half hour. No, There's no music. There's just you, silence, awkwardness, and chorus lights floating back and forth between the two of you. It's like, it's like performance art. Again, I want to say we don't usually have advertising, but this show is entirely sponsored by by Lil' Some Some (laughs) Mail.
2: You know, Luce, there was one thing that happened at the COC concert that kind of we've talked about from time to time over the years. And I think overall we don't see much of this. But I was really worried that, you know, because the, the the two openers that we saw sounded like complete ass. And I thought it had a lot to do with the room, the house PA, and where we were able to actually stand. Because this, this is, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time painting it. It just was not a pleasurable viewing experience. But magically... It's almost as if there's a button that that somebody pushed. Corrosion of Conformity comes on, and it suddenly sounds like a a properly mixed venue in the exact same spot we've been all night. Well, yeah. Did they have orange amps? All the bands had orange amps. Well,
0: they weren't using the orange
2: amps. Okay. okay. We're back to your dumbass orange amp theory. Why Why don't you catch the listeners up on that? I'm not sure we ever covered it on the show.
0: Sure. Okay, kids. So if you're at a concert and you see that the band on stage has orange amps, which are orange uh, in color, you know that that person is concerned about your audio experience. <laughs> they want you to have a perfect mix. They want you to hear the vocals. They want to have the bass have the right punch, the drums. They want to have, you want to have an excellent concert experience. And that is brought to you completely by orangeamps.com. You want to go to orangeamps.com slash Cobras to get 10% off your new amp purchase.
2: Uh, dear, God. I'm not sure you understand what mix means.
0: I do know what mix means, and yeah. that means that anybody that has orange amps, <laughs> I don't care if if the orange amps are the magic uh, pill or not. Those people give a living fuck because it's not just the stoner. I know your arguments, so I'm going to pre pre argue you. Oh, arguments. okay, yeah. <laughs> you say it's a lot of yeah, yeah, That is not fair and balanced. Is it Okay, then go do your arguments first. Uh, Orange
2: is a quality amp, and in, uh, if, if you're doing kind of stoner rock, it seems to be the go-to thing. Um, but it is not the only quality amp out there, and it is not the
0: reason a mix sounds good. I didn't say that was the reason. You're saying that that's what I think is the reason. Well, the other bands
2: using- all used Orange
0: amps, and they all sounded like shit. I've seen. They didn't use them. They were sitting there. They're props. You think that that COC allowed the usage of their special orange colored Well, you amps? mentioned orangeamps.com.
2: Believe it or not, they sell those amps to anybody. Nope. So in other not. words,
0: if you if you you, know if you want one, you can buy one, loose You don't have to be corrosion of conformity. Yeah, but you also don't have to care. It says right on their thing, too, it says, will not sell to weed eater. <laughs> well, they were using them. They weren't using them. They just were on stage. It's the same thing as at other things. Do you think the opening band the opening band uses all the shit you see on stage for the, the headliner? Is that uh, what you're trying to Well, tell you know, audience? it's
2: it's amazing you mentioned this as someone who's you know been in a band for 20 years and played uh, shows with uh, other people and shared a yeah. stage with them. Okay. I have no concept of the like, idea that an amp for another band is on stage. I cannot tell the difference between uh, amps that are behind the amp that they're playing. And the one they're playing through, you're Decoys, right. Decoys, those the decoy amps, yeah. as I understand the industry, they're called. Well, right? they, they, they the, the, definitely bands use cabinets for imagery uh, at, at certain points, but yeah, when a guitar is plugged into a guitar head, you can tell it, there's like a cable that goes from the head right to the guitar. It's like almost like they're fastened together.
0: All right, so you're just telling me there's a magic button. That COC I'm wants, saying
2: yeah. th- this is the old school kind of sound guy thing where the opening bands don't get the full PA. They don't get a, a proper mix. And that way the headliner sounds better than the opener. You don't see as much of it as you used to, but it was real common in the 70s and 80s. And, well, I guess I assume in the 70s. I saw my first concert in the 80s. But uh, I, I, I think by the late can, 90s, it was
0: kind of dying out. L- l- let me break this down to the listeners. When I'm, you, you know, our show, I want this segment to be called. Uh, Loose Cannon's optimism, okay? And that is that when you are at a show and you see orange amps on stage, <laughs> the chances that you're going to have a great experience in the headliner hits are pretty goddamn good. I'm give you some examples because one of your arguments was what are orange amps used for primarily as far as for what type of bands? Um, you know what?
2: The orange amp is a hipster amp. But, yeah, they are used a lot in stoner metal. I don't know that I would say that's
0: primarily it. Let me tell you. Again, my th- this is my theory. And test it out at home, kids. When you go out for your concert experience, and that is that when you see an orange amp that means maybe it's not the amp itself, but somebody in that band is concerned about your well-being as a <laughs> fan and a music enthusiast because here are the bands that have orange amps. Now, you could say Clutch is a stoner band. I'll go with that sort of. Yeah. So, Clutch, so Clutch is one of them I've seen sound perfect every time. Stone Temple Pilots, the, re, the reboot version that we saw. Let's they see how Warren many James
2: Orange Jams Clutch has when they have to start
0: paying for them. Darkness had them on stage. Definitely not a, a stoner band. Red Sun Rising and Mustache.
1: Yeah, Those and, you are know, the when five. I always,
2: when I think of like a band that cares about the, the art, I always mm-hmm. go right to the Darkness.
0: See, you have a thing about any band that has a sense of humor. Unlike, which is really odd because you have a great sense of humor. The Dark Dust, great fun, great experience. I have no idea if they're a joke band or not, but they sound fucking great and they're entertaining. I rest my case. Luz, get your head out of your ass. (laughs) All right. You want to get out of here?
2: Yeah, let's get out of here. Rock's not dead. It's waiting for someone to rescue it from a festival in the Bahamas.
0: No arugula, people.
2: Did I I convey that message, though, that that was my disappointment?
0: God, I'm a little numb in the head right now. I'm telling you, this fucking beer, I've had it before, it lies about the alcohol percentage. I am telling you right now, (sighs) it lies.